Morning with Whimsy. Hello, friendos, and welcome to another episode of Coping with Whimsy with Josh and Lindsay, and today's guest, Cruella Kraken. On today's episode, pantsing strangers around the pool, purses are cool, growing old and yelling at people, and evil lamps. I guess I, you know, like an introduction is probably in order yeah. rather than just jumping straight into it. Yeah, we can it. pretend we've done this before for sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, welcome, dear listener, to Coping with Whimsy. That's a little too sexy. Can we bring it down or not? That's about <laughs> no, 10. We need you about no. six. This is, this is a family podcast. It's not. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> I can't fucking not swear for 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, welcome, dear listener, to Coping with Whimsy. I am uh, half of your hosting team, Lindsay. Over here we have... Josh, I think the other half of the hosting team. Yeah. Calling it now. Cool. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What else? Do you want to call it something else? No, I just like it. Again, it just sounds like we're playing a sport, and I'm down with that. <laughs> something I didn't... Experience I didn't really have in high school, so might as well... No? As an adult. Yeah. Uh, no, they were, it was too cool for team sports. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's true. It's but an... too cool, I meant... I mean too high and late for literally everything. So. This is some Wasn't sigma really male energy. Option. I'm not showing up to school at six in the morning. Too cool. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and we want to introduce our guest over here. I am indicating you can't see it, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> I'm doing finger guns. Uh, finger guns. Yeah. Pew, pew. This is Cruella Kraken. Woo-hoo. Woo. Woo. Uh, we are talking about some of your uh, titles and stuff because I wanted you. Know, I really love to give you like a fantastic introduction, but honestly, I do not remember all of them because yeah, you have. A bunch of them. You just got was a Miss Ink World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my my title I like right now is just that bitch. Oh, Ooh. we've been watching a lot of pro wrestling, and that's Jade Cargill's thing. So you might have to change that name. Oh, I don't know. You guys, can, you can talk about it. I'm not. I'm not in charge of any of this. Oh, damn it. It's already trademarked. All right, we'll try this again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, friends, and lovers, absolutely everybody in between and all around. My name is Lindsay Astassi. Over there is Joshua Delone, and I want to introduce to you for the first time ever on this podcast. As far as I know, maybe I was asleep one day. Who knows? This is Cruella Cracky, <laughs> aka. That bitch. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. You know, right? If you could just follow people around and do that for them all day, man, what a job that would be. Yeah. Oh, god. People would pay me to go away. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it sometimes too. Uh, ooh, spicy. Ooh, ooh my. All right. So, Cruella. Hello. How you coping? Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been asked that question. So when I got here, and you're like, "Yeah, that's the question of the day," I'm like, "Oh mm-hmm. fuck." <laughs> I think I'm good. I feel like I'm good. I just got a new car. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. I'm uh, getting some needles injected in my head and yeah. yeah For that fun was my or day. profit? For profit? For mm. more hair? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Could be both. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm kind of a profit. No more dreads. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Big change. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What are these injections about? I'm curious. They, it's uh, PRP treatments. I don't know what that last P sounds, stands for, but it's like plate platement rich something Ooh. they take out your blood it's really cool they take out your blood and then they spin it around they take the plasma out and they inject it in your head 
Oh, nice. Yeah, it makes your hair grow Gnarly. back. Is yeah. it, isn't that how Keith Richards has lived this long? But babies or something? like they, You yeah. have to scare the kids first and then take their plasma adrenochrome. out? Adrenochrome! I was going to say, is there a conspiracy theory about Keith Richards and adrenochrome? Because I think that's the one you should probably start with. Yeah, I don't you know. know. Like, if there's anybody that should have died through natural causes, it's Keith Richards. I'm going to Google it. So, so there's got, Google's not fair. Every asshole has a conspiracy theory. I'm sure you looked me up. Somebody's got something to say on there. Don't, don't look me up on the internet. Yeah, I was like saying, don't. Don't look you up on the internet. Well, not ever since the incident. Oh, the incident we don't talk about. Right. You post on the dirty? Yeah. (laughs) That's it, that's all. Just the dirty. Yeah. (laughs) It hasn't been on there. That whole former Yugoslavia thing. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) You commit one post-fall of the Red Curtain uh, war and all of a sudden, you know, people don't trust you anymore. It's just weird. Weird. You know? yeah. Don't be allowed to make mistakes. That's my opinion. You know, <laughs> otherwise you never learn. I just found that you know, like you go around just panting strangers at the local pool, and yeah, then nobody trusts you anymore. <laughs> Is that why you're banned from West Ed? Mm, well, since the incident. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, never mind. You can Google me. It's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. Oh, God. oh goodness. So you said the thing about a new car. I know you used to drive a hearse, right? Yeah. Gangster shit. Yeah. I love it. What happened to the hearse? What are you driving now? What's going on? Um, I sold the hearse. I really, really want an all black one. Ooh. Yeah. And then I found one in Calgary. Yeah. And we settled on a price and I was going to go pick it up. And then she told me all of these things she's uh. done to it. And I was like, no, I want like an original hearse with yeah. the rollers and everything. Like if it doesn't have the rollers for a coffin, is it even a hearse? Yeah, where are you going to put the body? Yeah, Come exactly. On. Yeah. And like the new front, the front was like a Bentley or something. And I'm like, it's a Cadillac. Why would you do that? That's you know? strange. So a real yeah. kind of rat rotted example. Of yeah. Hearse. You know, I want one fresh out of the funeral home, you know, you. nicely taken care of low miles. Oh, heck yeah. Good probably smells really good. I imagine like for some reason, I imagine hearses probably smell really good. Really clean. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope yeah. they would. Yeah. I mean, just for a sales purpose. I mean, like you would want to point that out to people. It doesn't smell like death. <laughs> Hooray! Right? If you come into the car, like push exactly. them in, <laughs> you can smell it. Why yeah. is it so easy? Yeah, God. make it easier for your grandma. I gotta, I gotta say, like thirteen-year-old me is insanely jealous of people who own horses. Yeah. Like I had uh, to, to paint the picture. I was a very rabid juggalo at the point. It was like. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing you're at loud. you. You're loud. You're loud. It's, you're right to mock me. You're right to mock me. But I was like a 13-year-old juggalo. And at 13, it was either ICP or the Sex Pistols. That was as counterculture as I was. So that meant I took magic markers and drew fucking cash from chaos on my t-shirts and shit. Whoa. But uh, I just remember that at like 13, realizing that cars could be cool and that I really wanted a hearse. And then I just wanted it murdered out, like just all black everything, just flat black everything. And that dreams never existed. And it basically at this point, I can barely afford the Hyundai accent I currently own. So I'm living vicariously through you. Hearses are you. surprisingly cheap and easy to find mm. with low miles. And like mm. similar story, I was yeah young and didn't realize cars could be cool. And I was watching Degrassi and the little goth kid pulled up in a hearse. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, that's like yeah. plausible. You can do that. You can go there <laughs> and buy it and then drive it and it's yours. So yeah, I called funeral homes. The most I've ever paid is $2,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Eh? Yeah. There's got to be a sense. catch, right? Like, is like the maintenance well, ridiculous? Well, or like... I think that is generally the catch. Oh, th- yeah. Is that the catch? I would imagine. I imagine, if anything, the maintenance is probably pretty good because the idea is that, again, yeah, like the, the joke is with other cars, you know, it was owned by an old lady who only drove it to church and back. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's the same kind of idea. But 
more literally this time. Yeah. You know, yeah. It used to be full of dead ladies and it only drove to church and back. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's no real catch with this besides maybe it's long and hard to park sometimes. Like, what? Yeah, That's and what she said. usually you can antique plate them so they're real mm. cheap. Yeah, yeah. and pff, I don't know. I've always loved it. I've always found a way around it. Finding people that are selling the hearses, that's when it gets pricey. Because mm. they're like, oh, you're cool and I'm cool. I know exactly. it's cool. I know you want this. I'm like, oh, fuck. You want to be part of the club. You're right. Yeah. And I hate that about you. My, uh, I grew up in Oshawa, Ontario, and I have a tattoo artist out there. The guy who did my first tattoo, actually, he started a hearse-like club. Club, yeah. It's great. This guy was amazing. Um, he was just weird in that he bought like a suburban home, but it was on like the edge of the town line, basically. So there's no other subdivisions. It was the last subdivision. Yeah. And he like messed it all up like any tattoo artist would, you know, he either put gargoyles up yep. and like painted things on, he put a shop inside and he did a lot of like uh, statue based uh, visual art too. Like a lot of stuff that's like, I remember at the time, I don't know if he still does, but at the time it was like baby dolls, like a lot mm. of repurposed baby dolls turned into monsters. Yeah. Very uh, Toy Story-esque in that sense. But then they put a subdivision around his home and a Catholic school the next street over. It just seemed like within a year, all of a sudden, he was just in the middle of the city with this house that I thought was cool because it was out in the middle of nowhere. And it's yeah. just a bunch of these kids in uniforms walking to and from school every day. It's great. But now he's that, that person on the block that, like, there's always that creepy oh, witch yeah. lady that you don't, you, like, run past their yard. Now he's that guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. I'd love to be that. That oh, girl. God, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's... I want to be that bitch. Yeah. That yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no one even bothers to trick or treat because they're where they're going to die. Yeah. Exactly. We've yeah, been joking. If showed up, you'd have full size chocolate bars and Coke yeah. cans. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Beer for the adults. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We've been joking about how, you know, when we grow old, we want to be those people who have like a, a front porch and we'll just like, you know, wear old people clothes and yell at people. You know? And I like, do that Get sometimes. out my line! That would be great. Oh, that's a good one. You're practicing, getting the real scratchy voice there. I practice every day. You gotta like oh. shake your fist, but it also has to be like shaking Trevor. within the shake. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> am I angry or is this like some nerve related illness? I am a curmudgeon. Handstands. Oh my God, this yeah. is great. <laughs> I feel right, like so I should be taking notes. <laughs> questions. I want to ask both of you. Mm -hmm. You were just talking about tattoos. I would like to know from both of you, which is your first tattoo? I want to hear stories. I think that's more interesting for you. Oh, God. I was 15 <laughs> and I did my whole back. There you just, go. Yeah. Just like 15 <laughs> did my whole back. Real committal. I yeah. Like yeah. It was in the 90s. So can you guess what it is? It's pretty uh, stereotypical. It would be a tribal thing of some kind? It's on my back. It's not tribal. Oh, no. Um... Every stripper who has a back tattoo has it, though. Is that a butterfly? It's close. Dragonfly. It's wings. wings. Yeah, angel wings. Angel oh, wings. Yeah. So sweet. I'm such a saint. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, from my shoulders all the way to tailbone. Yeah. Wow. Sat like a champ because he thought I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember, okay, I remember, I've seen this tattoo now. I was like, how did I not know this? Oh, no, it's, it's coming back, it's coming back. It's kind of in the mesh of them now, like, you don't yeah. exactly notice, but, like, it's when you notice, it's like, dude, you got big-ass angel wings on your back. <laughs> cool. It's, it's wild to me how often, well, I guess it just makes sense. Like, your first tattoo, to some degree, has to be a cliche. I yeah. feel like it wouldn't make sense if it wasn't. Absolutely. You know? Mine was a family crest. So, like, yeah, I was 18, my... I was going to get a tattoo at about 14, 15. And I remember my father being like, if you wait till you're 18, I will buy your first tattoo. 
was like, okay. And so I waited. I wish. <laughs> oh yeah, we both went and got matching tattoos. My dad has always had a couple tattoos. When I was growing up, he had like, and again, it was like the most 70s blown out ink too. He had the fucking Swan Song logo. Still does. I say had, like he took it off. But he's got the Swan Song logo, the Led Zeppelin Swan Song logo. And it said Swan Song underneath. But again, the ink was so fucking blown out because he got it at some random tattoo shop in buffalo he was with his buddies seeing led zeppelin my dad is the guy that has the container full of ticket stubs that he will happily tell you about Aww. saw the stone six times that kind of a thing <laughs> yeah but uh yeah jack's great it was so fucking blown out that you couldn't read it and so as a kid i just thought it was just like a design underneath the, the angel wing thing yeah and uh yeah so he ended up getting that fixed from my sister who's old like four years older than me got uh, her first tattoo and then I was like I'm gonna get a tattoo he's like well if you just wait I will pay for it like, oh, okay fine it's the only thing I've ever waited for in my fucking life hell yeah you know and it, uh, I'm happy about it of all the cliche t cliche tattoos to get I think that's one I don't necessarily feel bad about you know because it could have easily been like again could have been the fucking Joker's cards or some other ICP related bullshit at <laughs> the hatchet man exactly was uh, your idea when you were 14 15 the same as when you were 18 no I yeah. feel like to some degree my if anything, especially when like 14, 15, 16, every week it was a new idea. It was like, maybe I want to get a logo from an anime or something. Oh my God. Or like, totally my brother has that. 100% would have ended up being Juggalo well, shit. To say one thing about ICP, they always were good at their visual imaging in that they had a fucking consistent thing for the longest time. They did all their own art. Like, I, this isn't to say the quality of the thing, but they had a fucking... Consistent. Yeah. So you could get any random ICP bullshit on your body and it would look like it was supposed to match. Yeah, say what you will about them. They are reliable. I never thought of a word like to describe ICP as would be reliable. like reliable. Never yeah, like, consistent, yeah. you know. Yeah. Really, come on. But on a mediocre album mode for eight months, it's great. Yeah, I do. I do have tattoos. Not uh, nowhere near as much as both of you. Uh, so my first tattoos were these. It's funny because like people talk about tattoos and I would forget that I had them. But these little doodads. So I got a little uh, arrow on my right arm. Uh, it's like, you know, kind of base of thumb. So not quite a hand tattoo because apparently that's not good for your first tattoos. You're not you're not hardcore enough, yeah. which is cool. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of like just at the uh, end of my wrist. And that's for intention. And then on the left side in the same spot, I have a little just dot. And it's for like mindfulness, like being present here now. And so they're just dumb little symbols that I like, you know, kind of forget about sometimes i'm like oh yeah it's like a little personal reminder to me uh yeah and i like it because it's not like a big thing that means anything to anybody else and that's kind of just what i wanted absolutely this geeky little like overly meaningful stuff but just for me and then i have an underbust piece that says uh life is but it's upside down so i can look down and i can read it okay it's just like life is dot 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 and again stupid you know way too too thinky for myself because it's fun for me uh the you know Point is that I can finish that sentence however I want, and it's true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then I have an upside down uh, check mark as like a little hangy doodly do charm, and it's, you know symbolizes for me like permission, giving yourself permission to whatever. And then on the other side, I have a little hangy doodly do charm that is like a steering wheel for navigation. Take the wheel and navigate yourself. Yourself. Uh, the other thing that this tattoo does is it makes my boobs look great. <laughs> Doesn't Bonus. hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I was like, I went in for the appointment, and I was like, "Hey, so I have this idea for an underbust piece. Um, I want my boobs to look great. Also, these three things. This is like my my goal here. These three symbolic things. I like watercolor type stuff, and uh, make my boobs look great. And I think she nailed it. Hell yeah. yeah. 
Shout out to Ashley K at Smiling Buddha. I love how like one, all your tattoos have like a symbolic gesture to them, which I also think is a thing people with not a lot of tattoos, you kind of latch onto it first and then eventually get to a point where like, just give me this sexy naked devil lady. That looks great. I literally have that. I literally have a tattoo of that. I'm so happy. And again, <laughs> slightly jealous, yeah. but um, I and like, that's not to, to mock you at all. I just love how everything has a relation to you, but to a point where it's like, because you're like, I have a, what did the symbols on your hand mean again? Uh, intention and mindfulness. Why does the arrow mean intention and why does the dot mean mindfulness or do I have that backwards? Uh, so yeah, no, the arrow means intention because it's an arrow, like going forward anytime that I reach for something, this kind of forward motion, it's to remind me of my intention. And then the like dot is just now here. I just love your ability to overthink absolutely everything. Yeah, I know I'm it's insufferable. Amazing. I am 100% no, no, aware. Because you were doing this when you were explaining them too. You were just like, well, I know it's kind of goofy. Like you'd like talk down about it. You're allowed to like things. Right? No, and I do like it. I just, I know that I am that bitch. <laughs> just like everything has way too much meaning. The next piece that I'm going to have is going to be like a big old uh, leg piece, probably done by the same person as Ashley K. Because despite being a very like impulsive person who just like collects weird stuff, for some reason my tattoos are all going to be like really symbolic for me doesn't matter about anybody else uh and they're all going to be done by like the same person because i want them to be cohesive i don't know why i'm like this because yeah. you're you're literally a cathedral when people say like your body's a temple i say some yeah. people are like i'm a graffitied wall i'm gonna cover that shit up and i'm gonna put something new on top mm. and then when i want something different i'm gonna cover that shit up and do it again some oh, people yeah. They know their life. They know what needs to be there, and they know what they represent. So they put it there forever. Mm. I know mm. I'm not gonna ever be that bitch. No, yeah. I have a shark wearing a tuxedo. There you go. Because it's funny. Oh my god! You know, what does awesome. that mean? You know, it's important. You know, yeah. I wish you have a good tuxedo. Yeah, hell yeah, I do not have a good tuxedo. I don't have a shitty tuxedo. We, <laughs> frankly, it's cool. I'll wear the tuxedos for both of us in this relationship. Then we get the hearse. And then we got like a whole oh, thing going on. Around. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. You have me thinking about hearses now. I'm not going to lie. Because eventually we're talking about like, um, you know, downsizing to one car. Because especially now that we don't like travel all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, why do we have to? We could save a bunch of money, just get one. And right now my Mazda 5 is the one that makes sense to keep. Because, you know, when we do need lots of space, we need lots of space. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Whereas then like you talk about this hearse and I'm like, rollers. Yeah, because the Master 5 I'm is just basically... All the gear. They can hold a good uh, double-sized mattress in the oh, back. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's pretty big. It's fantastic. And the, the Master 5 is basically just like the world's ugliest hearse when you really think about it. So, like, you know, why not? My my dream car, by the way, is like... And it's never going to happen because, like, they're not actually, like, fuel-efficient at all. They're all falling apart. They're yeah. all pieces of shit. And this is because I'm I'm a, a trash person. Like, I have, like, a mullet mohawk. I know who I am. I it's know true. where I come from. I've seen it. I love those, like, really tacky, like, 70s wagons that are just covered in shitty wood paneling. That's oh, my yeah. brother's first car. We were I just talking them. about this terrible uh, wagon. I love them so much. The Shagan wagon? Yeah. And one, the one seat's backwards and facing the back. Uh, oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I like in an old boat or something. Yeah, you That's can watch cool. the cars come up to you and it's terrifying. Semi's getting too close. And you're like, Jesus Christ, there's kids Come in the on. car. Make me sick crap. looking backwards the whole drive, I think. Oh, oh I would love it. Horny world. Yeah, whereas, again, I'm a trash person, so my Mazda 5 is just like a gray Mazda 5, and one of the first things I did was get hot pink uh, cheetah print seat covers. And, you know, before pandemic times, when I was just making more money than I, you know, knew what to do with, uh, I'm spending it irresponsibly because it was fun for me. Yeah. Uh, I was going to get hot pink rims 
to because I was like, you know what I want to do is pimp out my Mazda Five in a way that nobody pimps these things out because they're like, you know, soccer mom light. Oh yeah is the Mazda the 5. sleeper, that's for sure. So I just yeah. wanted to be like, I just wanted to like pimp it out and to make it look like I think I'm really cool. But Wait, did that just like... get passed by a Mazda with pink rims? Like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at something that had spinners. I was like, oh, this is great. I, oh, I really want spinners for the hearse, but mm. I want you to have spinners for your hearse. I'm like, I'm in a hubbub about it because I collect antiques as is. Mm. I don't like re redone. I don't like things that have been fucked with or when they take the mm -hmm. fabric off and they redo couches and stuff. Like, I want it as is. Um, so when I collect funeral things and mortuary stuff, I like to keep the respect as is and the way that I got it. I like to keep it. I have a coffin. I never painted it. So like when I get the hearse, I get it from the funeral home. I want to show it the same respect they did, Yeah. but also some rims would be sick, you know, like <laughs> it's a hard, I think that's the thing everybody kind of fights with, right? That yeah. idea of like, especially as it sounds like you're a bit of a collector in the sense where like the reason you're getting it is because of what it was, yeah. not like what you can make it. Yeah. And that, that's great but at the same time it's hard not to look at something and be like you know it'd be fucking wild yeah with some <laughs> flames and some spinners and exactly. disco lights in the back yeah, fog machine yeah. when you open it up exactly. well you know what like... you need then two hearses oh. <laughs> one fancy one and one for what i'm like being like, gangster and going to work original, yeah. 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 oh my goodness That's horrifying but also completely plausible apparently the prices are pretty good yeah there you go <laughs> i was looking at buying like a new 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 hearse oh, okay. for instead of a ford but then like Mm -hmm. I need a heated garage because, like, to warm that bitch up in minus forty weather—that's a, a big back. Yeah, yeah. You're asking yeah. a lot of that. And just the irony of like, if I ever hurt someone in a hearse, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I was like, the car's already there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but would I be able to laugh in that yeah. situation? No. What if that's the last yeah. thing they saw? Is like, is that a hearse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the irony. Oh my god. God. Yeah. Fuck, that's funny though. I like it though. I mean, uh, cars for me are largely just a thing that exists that I need. Yeah. I mean, but with that, everybody likes something. Like, I think everyone's got something favorite. Like, for me, for no real practical reason, but a, a Buick Grand National. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but basically, Buick we did a couple like muscle car y things, um, but was Buick, right? It's always kind of been grandma's sedan. That's kind of the whole thing. And then they took a Regal and they just were like, what if we put a ridiculous engine in it and it made a drag car out of it? And they made a, another version of that. And then they, again, all black, a little bit of red trim on it. And it just looks like a monster. They, uh, Killer Mike from, um, Run the Jewels. Oh. <laughs> a, different, a different rap group with yeah. a better reputation. Yeah. Um, he... We're a different reputation. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Right? Yeah. yeah, it depends on who you ask, I guess. But uh, he's got one, and they used it for promo photos of their most recent album, which has, like, all this, like, you know, purple and blue lighting kind of effects. They went for, like, a real kind of, like, almost 80s feel with some of the photos, and it just looks so fucking badass. And I have no need for it. And it's basically a drag car. It is not, luckily, it is not a manual, so I would actually be able to drive it. Yeah. Um, and it's just the thing that I always, like, if I ever had too much money, that would, first thing I would be do is to get a stupid car that I probably would not want to drive. Because that's another thing people forget about old cars. This is something you might know from driving, like, hearses, is that generally old cars, they're fucking hard to drive. 
They, you know, not have power steering, you know, don't have anti-lock brakes, all this other shit that you have to worry about the stuff you take for granted as a driver. And then you get these people who get it because it looks cool. And then their thought is, well, I want it to run like a modern car. And that's another 30 grand later. And oh, yeah, it's just wild to me. So I definitely appreciate the idea of trying to keep things like what is the original version of it? Yeah. But like, God, I don't know if I ever could. I'd be such a baby about it. (laughs) Just fucking complain all the time. Is that a thing with your hearses, uh, your hearse experiences? The, like, you know, not having power steering and not having those things? Like, yeah. Um, they've all had power steering except for the Buick. Mm. And they, yeah, they've all run really good. Nice. And they've been crazy fast on the highway, which is surprising. Um, How old is the oldest one that you've owned, if you don't mind me asking? Seventy-one. Did- Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty old. Like yeah. that's when you are getting that area of like, does it have power steering? You know, how yeah. does it work? Hear about some people there. Oh, fuck. There's like a YouTuber. He has a channel called regular car reviews. This whole thing is reviewing just random ass cars. Yeah. Could be like, you know, like a 1980, whatever the fuck, just somebody's random car. Cause that's, that's an interesting thing about modern car culture too. It feels like boomer car culture was all around. What's the biggest, baddest car. And nowadays it's just like, well, there was this one weird Volkswagen that they released for two years in 1983. And it's all based around that. But he's got a car from, I want to say it's the very late fifties or early sixties. And he's like, he can't even make it go uphill without it stalling out. And he's like, there's nothing wrong with it. That's just how it was built. Yeah. So depending on the angle, he might have to like, turn the car around it basically like back himself up on a hill and come back down and find another way around oh, fuck. because that's the that's the problem or at least part of the issue if you're gonna try and own a classic car mm-hmm. and really keep it in that classic condition it makes you realize what a fucking death trap yeah part of my language like, but that's bananas thing. like why did anyone drive a car until 1989 like i don't fucking know why yeah <laughs> just saddle up the horses come on yeah exactly way more efficient there's a, her- a hearse that's horse-drawn on Kijiji oh. in Ontario. <clears throat> I want it so bad. That's wild. Yeah, I wish. Next like step, horses. So yeah, horses. <laughs> I do want, like, a petting zoo. Mm-hmm. When I open up a museum, I want a petting zoo in the back that's all black animals. So you can, like, do photo shoots with them or, like, just pet them, love them, all that stuff. But, like, all pitch black animals. What a scene. Yeah. I love it. I appreciate this as well. Right? Oh, my goodness. So um, one of my all-time life dreams like my life goal the epitome of like what i want my life to look like i like to summarize in i want a tiny pony <laughs> i want a tiny pony just like a little just a little fucker and i want to call it derp because i want to be able to stand on my front step and be like derp and i want uh, this little pony to come hang out with me um and this to me is like again i summer like summarize the whole thing with a tiny pony because in order to have the tiny pony you need to have like a piece of land and yeah. i want to have what i call the wiggity whack circus center Right. So I want to have this like awesome, like weird ass house that I can then kind of work as like a, a B&B slash like circus place. So people can come and like train whatever. And I can bring teachers in oh, to teach yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, so the pony symbolizes that to me. But like, honestly, like my perfect moment would really be driving like a tiny cart pulled by a tiny pony and we have matching hats and I'm drinking fancy wine out of a brand paper bag. I want this. I want to investigate the perimeter of my land with my tiny pony named Derp, and I want it to be delightful. I want this so bad. Is it going to be part of your show? Like, a handstand on a saddle? Ah, uh, who knows? Maybe, yeah, do like a uh, equest- equestrian, equestrian? Equestrian. Equestrian, yeah. Equestrian gymnastics. Ooh. Yeah. The accent really helps. Maybe you'll go over, like, the tiniest little jump while you're on. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, okay. So I, d- I do want to tell He's a quick story. He's learning, everyone. Give him time. <laughs> Give him time. Be nice. Um, honestly, one of the best moments I have experienced in my life, the closest I've come to this moment so far, is I was doing a, an East Coast tour through like Nova Scotia, <laughs> New Brunswick, all that jazz. Wow. And I, oh, I can't remember where I was. Uh, I want to say, I think it was Yarmouth in Nova Scotia. I can't sure. remember where. There's an agriculture fair going on. And I, um, you know, first day kind of like, told these like, you know, sweet old ladies about my tiny derpy pony and about how this is my life dream. And they're like, do you want to drive the cart? Do I want a what? <laughs> so they actually had a costume contest for their tiny derpy ponies. And they had, a, don't say that, by the way, they're miniature horses. They got they got a little upset with me. That was oh. the only shade they threw me. <laughs> okay. Just like, Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they let me like drive the cart with a, with a tiny pony. And we did like a couple laps of, uh, you know, the arena and I cried. What was the maximum speed you were going? I don't know. <laughs> Just, just sobbing, joyful. like, going so slow. Because <laughs> <laughs> seriously, she was just like, do you want to drive the thing? We'll come back here around five. And I was so excited. I got teary. So I just, like, ran away. And I was like, that'd be nice. Okay, bye. <laughs> trying to, like, keep it together. And then I, like, lost my shit with my friend Zach, who was touring with me. Came back at five and was just like, keep it cool. Keep it cool. <laughs> I would like to drive the tiny pony miniature horse cart, please. <laughs> this would be nice. And there are photos of me driving this thing and just like my face. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the best days of my life. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I like well. how it's basically to talk to them about it. It's like a teenager buying alcohol. Like I would I would like to ride the pony. Excuse I'm supposed me. to be here. I'm yes. mature enough to take the pony out. <laughs> I swear I will come back. Yeah. They said that I could. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm so happy for both you and that pony. Uh, or sorry, tiny miniature horse. Miniature horse. Miniture horse. Okay. Is we all know. We all know they're tiny ponies. Mm-hmm. We all know. Is, do we know that? Yes. I don't know much of anything, frankly. We all know that they're tiny ponies. But technically, they're miniature horses. Yeah. Yeah, for legal small. reasons, I guess. For legal reasons. Well, I think that the, the thing is that, like, uh, the tiny ponies that we know and love are actually horses. Like, ponies are, like, a slightly different... Sure. Like, they're, they're in the horse umbrella, but they are actually different. And then, like, what they actually, you know, genetically uh, breed slash mutate to gotcha. make tiny ponies are actually horses. Oh. Yeah. I'm learning so much today. There's a tiny horse farm outside of Anskoy. We pass it every day on the bus. Oh. Just, like, 15 little... Little guys in a field. Everything I, looks like a struggle for them, too. Like, they put their head in the it. fence once, and then they're fucked. It's <laughs> adorable. Stop. And then they put their little oh, hooves God. on, and they're freaking out. It's so Fuck. cute. Oh, God, I love <laughs> it. I get such bad cute aggression. Like, I've, I've scared the <laughs> shit out of people. Like, being on the highway, and I'll drive past tiny ponies. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you see the fucking tiny pony? Jesus Christ! Like, I was stable. almost asleep. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's some words into the ditch. We're petting yeah. these motherfuckers. Yeah, pretty much. You got oh. so exp- excited, you peaked my microphone. Good work. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have fun editing that later. Ah, the tiny pony. If we talk about tiny yeah. ponies. <laughs> it's too much. I should have known. Ooh, yeah. You know? you sh- this is on you. Yeah, right? Isn't it usually? Mm. I'm going to mm. take the blame because I forget everything anyway, so mm. I can't feel bad about things for more than a half hour. It's like a, like a goldfish, basically. Yeah, it's like the exact opposite thing. Like, you retain all the media, <laughs> and I do not. It's true. And then, uh, yeah, I retain all the shame, and you do not. My brain is just a series of different references to, like, The Simpsons or Seinfeld it's or true. the Alien series or something. It's true. It's, uh, it's a way to communicate, I guess. It's wild, though. I love when people, like, confuse that for intelligence. 
where yeah. they'll think like, oh, you know a lot about stuff. I'm like, I know random shit that is completely unuseful. Like, I, I try to describe it to people like, you know, I could go to college and I could be with some of the greatest instructors in their field and I could sit there for hours every week trying to absorb everything I could and forget it as soon as I left. But you tell me one fact about an episode of Jeopardy or something and that is going to come up in every fucking conversation till I'm dead. It's just it's locked in there. And I wish I could harness these powers for good. Have not figured out how yet. We're going we're gonna to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> no. I get that. Right? Yep. Oh, God. So speaking of media... There is. See any good movies lately, Lindsay? <laughs> we watched. Uh, are you familiar with Rift Tracks, bro? With what? Rift, Rift Tracks. Mystery no. Science Theater. Does that sound familiar? No. Go for it. Explain. It's pretty explain. wild. Uh, so, Rift Tracks is. I'm not gonna lie. It, it's fascinating to me that these, like, you know, these three like old dudes have made an entire career out of just like riffing on old movies so things that are either in public domain or they get the license to release they just they watch together and they just like make jokes over top of them so sometimes like, so it's, it's like commentary over the whole movie exactly yeah pretty much yeah. just cracking just, jokes just about cracking it. jokes uh and part of the the beauty of it too is like they curate so many of these old movies that you probably wouldn't hear of or get to see otherwise mm -hmm. yeah you know uh and they're funny it's great so it's just, it's, it's amazing. It blows my mind frequently that they, they've made a career out of this for a oh, yeah. long time, too. Like, how long have they been doing it for? Well, Mystery Science Theater has been around since, well, those guys were on it since, the, like, 96 or something. Something close to that, mid-90s, I think. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Huh. Yeah. So, like, uh, they never stopped. They, yeah. yeah. And so last night we were watching them riff on uh, Amityville Horror, <laughs> The oh. Evil Escapes. <laughs> So, oh yeah, do you want to explain it? I'm excited, but I, I want <laughs> right. you to tell me about it because it's fucking, oh, the premise right. of this movie is just wild. So, Cruella, let me tell you about this movie. Are you sitting down? We know you're sitting down. <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. So, the opening credits happen. Suddenly, boom, we're in a house. Priests are coming in, one after another. They're handing each other crosses, like and they're doing so in a very hurried manner because evil, yes, evil is coming. <laughs> They take their crosses. They disperse throughout the house to face evil. All right, our main priest, he's uh, now alone in a, in a room and there's a lamp. Yeah. A lamp. And, and, okay. So, yeah, and how they show the evil is largely like literally bugs. Like there are flies in a room. No, lotus or whatever. Not even. No, just like, not like flies. Just like, not even making it appropriate. It's funny because like Fine. what you're mentioning reminds me, I think it's like the second Exorcist movie or one of them where like they go to Africa, I think it is. And then that's how they do it. Pazuzu, locusts. This one is like house flies. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this movie was actually like uh, made for TV film. I think it might have just been direct to video. But so they come in, they do all this fucking shit. As the movie goes on, there's this lamp. Well, very quickly, there's and this lamp. And it's, like, overtly ridiculous, too. Like, very clearly a prop. It honestly kind of looks like the, the body of Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. with, like, a globe head and weird little, like, I don't know, flower hands that also kind of light up. And, uh, like, it's a horrifying prop somebody made yeah, for a stage play. Absolutely. Like, it does not look like a real lamp someone would buy or own. Yeah. Face pops up in that, you know, main would be the, the head thing, and Priest is like, no, evil, ends up in the hospital. Okay, <laughs> now while he's in the hospital, they uh, have gotten rid of the evil, and now they're selling all the antiques from the house. Yeah, I guess whoever owned the haunted house uh, of Amityville moved Just out and then had a fucking yeah. yard sale or something. Somebody buys the lamp. The evil has gone in the lamp. Okay. They buy it as a joke for their sister or whatever. 
They send they, them this lamp. Did they clarify why it goes to the lamp? Or is it just like, no, the lamp? <laughs> it's just the lamp. I want to show you the lamp, too. You're asking a lot of this movie. I'm going to show you this, <laughs> this lamp. And, and anybody who's listening, you really should look up the Amityville, uh, the Evil Escapes. Is that what it's called? Uh, Amityville yes. Horror, the Evil Escapes. The Evil Escapes. Or, but we should link I that in I just want in you to notes. see that. That's what the lamp looks like. It's bonkers, dude. Like, yeah. it doesn't okay. look like anything anyone would actually have. It no. looks like a weird tree from a Tim Burton movie. It's yeah. so very silly. And yeah, so she's like, I'm going to buy this lamp for my sister. Cuts herself on it. Later, she dies because she cut herself on it. Side note, want to point out, I wish when I'm old, my sister's cool enough to see a lamp that ugly and be like, I'm going to fucking mail this to my brother. I want you that know, I, want, I want my family member to have this in their own. Heck yeah. I want that for all of us. Right, <laughs> so she cuts uh. her finger on the lamp, and then, they, then of course, they do like the worst special effects, like literally just like tissue paper, uh, like Flash infection yeah. thing. So not like, even dipped her not finger even. in like white glue, and then like in tissue so, paper, and like scrunched the, it up and let it dry. The like, entirety of this movie then takes place with in the sister's home in California, so not in Amityville. And the lamp is there. Well, now. The lamp is there. Somehow, the lamp possesses other appliances in the home. It's actually. <laughs> Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right to laugh. You are correct. A kettle, a chainsaw. Correct. Not the toaster. The, and of course, the, the, garburator. the garburator, which like every horror movie house needs a garburator. You need some piece of blade that somebody can shove their fucking hand into. Absolutely. But um, the lamp keeps possessing things, but it's just the lamp. It's not like it ever leaves the lamp. In fact, at the end of the movie, they literally just throw the lamp out of their back window, which I guess, I don't know if I missed this part earlier, the house sits on a cliff next Apparently, to the ocean. Apparently. So they just fucking we rolls down a hill? We didn't know that until it was yeeted right out the window yeah, and suddenly just, just landed on the rocks by the ocean. I feel like that could have been like a lot of major... Yeah plot points you know yeah. like standing at the edge like should i kill myself because my like, microwave's gonna kill me you know like, it's like it's just so weird that it kind of was like i don't know if you ever saw that movie maximum overdrive but it comes off like that's a movie stephen king story and the only movie i think he ever directed if i'm not mistaken but this is like peak um way too much cocaine stephen king okay. real like mid-80s shit emilio estevez is in it but it's about like a asteroid passing earth and um an alien force possesses all the all the machines, including cars, and that's why it's called Maximum Overdrive. But it's that kind of thing where it's a bunch of puppet work. Yeah. Where they're like, oh no, now we're gonna throw a cord at somebody, and it's gonna slap them in the face or yeah. something. And it's just one of those things where it's a bunch of really, you know, I'm sure very happy to have the job kind of actors trying very very hard to be threatened by random household appliances. And uh, God, it was a great day. It was a it was a great movie. Yeah. In the bad movie realm, totally. Yeah, it was engaging for like an hour and 10 minute long movie for sure wow that's how i would summarize it can't get no shitty movies that's no. become like it's been such a big part of our relationship we it's are trash like people the worst yeah. movie possible yeah mm. uh yeah have you seen any good movies lately nope um <laughs> no there's like a bunch on tiktok that's like oh you'll never you'll love this horror movie because it's so unique and then halfway mm. through i'm like this is stupid and i stopped watching it yeah it's all it's all the same shit it's all the same bullshit over and over again. Have you seen the Mike Flanagan, right? Mike Flanagan? Mike yeah. Flanagan. Um, so like Midnight Mass, uh, The Haunting of Hill House, Bly Manor. I've seen The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, that yeah. to me is like the epitome, at least, uh, you know, most recently of taking a horror and then really doing something different with it. Mm -hmm. He's making it interesting. Yeah. You know? Oh, I've seen Bly Ma the Bly Manor one, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's got really pretty visuals, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all pretty. They're all gorgeous. Just like making mm -hmm. them sad stories. They make me fucking cry like a baby, too. I'm so excited to use goddamn mark. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just people like having vague emotions and like about their family or their community is just enough to set me off. 
It's uh, like, I don't know. I, 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 maybe I'm pregnant or something. I don't know what's going on. I, well, before we moved in together, there was uh, one night. I mean, like, I, you know, kind of a night owl. I was up pretty late. It was like around like 2.30 in the morning, just hanging out, probably crafting by myself. And uh, I get a message from Josh. And he's like, I just woke up sobbing because of this one scene from Midnight Mass. And, and then gave me like a, a short, like, I don't know, essay on like how and why this was a very important piece of cinema. And forgiveness <laughs> is the most powerful thing that you can do. And it was just the cutest cutest thing he's just like i bawled like a baby you just woke up crying and then messaged me about it and i was like oh it's i'm laughing um, he just texted back save it for the podcast <laughs> yeah we should just have a podcast with just me crying emotionally about like weirdly emotional mute movies yeah. but it's uh oh it's a uh, midnight mass is interesting in that it's the basic concept is about a small town fishing community you know the big companies, oil spill, blah, 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 fucked up the community. But it's about a community that's kind of, their industry's dying. And, um, you know, there's a, a, a monster element to it. But really, it's kind of, it. what I like about it is the Catholic Church features prominently in it. One of the main characters is the priest uh, is of this community. But he's not an evil priest in the way that evil priest is usually portrayed in a movie. Yeah. And they portray religion in this two-headed kind of way where... Half of it is sort of like that weird top-down hierarchical fucking uh, paternal kind of like this is big daddy energy. But then you have that other side of religion where it's just like it's community. It's the glue that helps bind people together. It's really cool. And that whole idea of forgiveness, like it's just like not just forgiving other people, but asking for forgiveness is a powerful act, which is like a classic Catholic thing. So they hit on all these elements in a way where it's usually like you know, paper, like wallpaper to a horror movie, what Catholicism is and like, you know, the evil that men do, blah, blah, blah. But they got so deep in it without making it about the Catholic Church and why the Catholic Church is good or bad that really like me as like a a proudly lapsed Catholic was still able to find like, yeah, that's the stuff I like. But that is also the shit that is so mind-bendingly uncomfortable yeah. that it's weird to me that people can still latch on to this thing. But they it's just handled in a way where I feel like regardless of your opinions on the Catholic Church, you still feel like it's talking to you. It's like, okay, this all makes sense. Yeah, it was really cool. I very, very really much got liked me. it. Plus the fucking special effects and they do this whole like, I don't want to give too much away because I honestly want people to see this. But... Um, it's a lot different. It's not a haunting, but at the same time, people are haunted, right? Events their past, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the special effects and the actual um, creature horror part of it is really interesting in that way of like, what is really going, what is this thing? Like yeah. they give you some hints and like a doctor has some like, you know, maybe this is what happened. And it really kind of like broadens the view of what you would think that kind of monster would be. Um, spoiler alert. It's like a vampire thing, but they do like a cosmic horror kind of aspect to it. Oh, cool. It's really worth yeah. checking out. Really nifty, like, uh, visual representation of that, too. Because, I mean, I think we were very accustomed to, like, you know, either, like, a Nosferatu or, like, beautiful vampires. Yeah. You know, and this is neither of those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is... Yeah, like, it is a demon, essentially. And, again, the idea of, like, how this plays wings. into, like, the, the, the Catholic and the church community vibe of it too is kind of like how the, a character sees this thing you yeah. know and how how he can't possibly see it as this big evil monster it is this tool that could probably help him and his community and he's like oh it's a great you know it's it's an angel is how he interprets it and they refer to it as the angel in all the media it's great it's fantastic but it's like clearly a big leathery winged vampire monster thing like it's oh god it's fucking great aren't yeah. angels actually like terrifying though uh, this oh, is the idea yeah biblically accurate angels so many eyeballs like, he so quotes eyeballs. that whole idea too about like 
uh, about being like sore afraid the idea of like this kind of catholic reverence for a thing like you're horrified of it because it's beyond you again that's the thing lovecraft always picked up on that idea of like you know you'd look at a monster one of his crazy otherworldly creations and it'd be so crazy not only could you not uh describe it but it might drive you nuts that's lifted almost whole cloth from the bible that idea of like seeing angels and being like oh fuck and them just being like be not afraid yeah <laughs> you know, steal yourself human you know we're gonna get through this you're asking a lot, dude. Yeah. So many eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. The building the accurate <laughs> angle. Well, half of us are scared of spiders, like. Right. God. <laughs> yeah. Are you scared of spiders? No. no. Oh, okay. I'm scared of um, tarantulas. I learned that when you drop mm. them, they break open like eggs. Yeah. It's like oh, shatter. God. Like if it ran at me, I'd obviously toss it and yeah. then I'd die. And I'm not okay with that. <laughs> you know. Um, Don't know your own strength. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm always scared of them exploding on me in grossness. You know, Aww. they don't have skeletal systems. It freaks Just, me out. So besides uh, exploding right tarantulas, do you uh, do you have any like weird fears? No, I was actually just thinking as you guys were talking about movies, like, do you guys believe in ghosts? Because, like, I was just talking about someone, they're like, oh, we should ghost hunt in your house. Mm. I'm like, there's no ghosts here. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I know I myself am, like, boringly, um, like, scientific about it. Like, the, the, nothing happens when we die. There are no ghosts. Those things don't exist. It's all part of our own brain and a way we deal with stuff. But that's me. That's how I feel, too. Though. And, like, yeah. I, I, to some degree, I wish I could have that thing I had when I was 10 years old about, like, there's a ghost and he was wearing a, a suit with tails on a jacket. And you know what I mean? Like, I wish yeah. I could fall into that shit, but fuck, I can't do it at no. this point in my life. What about you? I, at the risk of sounding like, I don't know, like a, a diplomatic fence sitter, I feel like the answer to pretty much everything always lies somewhere in the middle. I do not do not believe you'd ever be like, oh, there's a ghost, yeah, with the tails yeah. and uh, the hat. And, <laughs> Some dead Victorian baby is haunting your basement. story. Yeah. We must solve it like a mystery or whatever. Um, but I have a hard time not believing that there's something going on and i'm not at all going to try to like pretend to understand it and be able to define it i think that energy is just like a really interesting yeah. mm -hmm. a fascinating thing and it is kind of interesting to me like where does it go where does it come from what is going on there mm -hmm. um but i don't think it necessarily takes like a, a particular like definable form and i think that we are also as living people responsible for that manifestation if you will those air quotes there dear listener um if you if you will really i think it's like a two-way street so yeah kind of like in the mike flanagan stuff you know like we are haunted by you know memories and wishes and whatever but i think those are also in a weird way energy i think it's yeah, yeah kind of coming from both sides shaped into i don't know i love it in a weird way i feel like to some degree like there's there's something about I think not believing in the supernatural where I feel like if your brain clicks there, it's hard to go back to it. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I think it's hard to convince yourself that that is a thing. So to some degree, my favorite versions of horror are always these things that have like a weirdly scientific element to it. Like even the Lovecraft stuff, where it's just like there are these giant otherworldly creatures that are so beyond us, they wouldn't even notice us. They would wipe us out and keep walking. You know, we're bugs in their way. That to me is more scary than like a supernatural force that is just evil incarnate and just wants bad things because, ooh, bad things, you know? Yeah. Scary spooky time. Yeah. yeah. So like if you give me that little bit of like a scientist explaining like maybe that's this or like the idea of like, you know, Event Horizon is one of my favorite examples of this. Other media does it too. I've recently got obsessed with like Warhammer 40K for no fucking reason. I just love reading all the weird stories in that world. But the idea of like, 
you know, uh, you can't go faster. Oh, God. I've considered it. I've considered it. I've never painted a miniature before. I've played Dungeons and Dragons my entire life. He's trying not to be excited about it. Carry on. (laughs) But, like, just the idea in Event Horizon, for instance, that it's about um, um, working on faster than light travel. And, of course, you can't go faster than light. It's not possible according to physics. However, if you can somehow find a way to curve space-time, and then you could poke through it like a piece of paper with a pencil, you could end up on the far end of that piece of paper, right? And a lot faster than you could, with a lot lesser distance than you would if you went directly straight across it. Now, in Event Horizon, what's interesting there is that space in between the folded piece of paper. What's that? At Event Horizon, it's (laughs) it's basically hell. You know, so a ship gets lost there. This horrible shit happens, like Hellraiser-esque shit happens for this brief moment while these people are caught there and the ship comes back to a reality and the people find the ship afterwards. And it's a sort of like what happened. And so that weird element of like, clearly still a supernatural thing, but at the same time, you just, you just spice it, you need to science it up a little bit, make me feel like a big smart boy. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Make it, yeah. It's hard not to. Make it real. But, um, shit. So... I feel like there's a thing in the, uh, you know, the dancer community where so many dancers are very, like, supernatural, believey people. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, there's hotels that are haunted. Even though you Google and there's no death reported in that spot, some girls won't sleep in the middle room because so-and-so hung themselves. And where are yeah. You go in the room and you're like, where would they even... Where? <laughs> you know? Like, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, or like, I, you talk to the owner of the bar, and you're like, you've owned this place for your whole life. Has anyone killed themselves in that room? They're like, no, I don't know why. The dancers are so obsessed with this spooky story. But they love, love that. the psychics, the mm-hmm. witchcraft, the ghosts, all of it. It's, we're all into mm-hmm. that. Was there somebody saying that the... Um... Like there's like the weird hallways in the basement of the the club in Grand Prairie. Did some does so, there's there a weird ghost story in that one? <laughs> oh my god! There's or there's just so many they're hard to keep straight at this point. <laughs> I, I there's so many because I actually I I've almost seen air quotes um, ghosts or something. And so I, you know whenever I have an experience of my own, I definitely ask around. And every person I asked in that club had a different story of either a oh dancer god. who passed away, someone who worked there who passed away, or someone in the previous club that it was passed away, or this or that. But yeah, there's all these rumors. Fort Mac is the only one where you can Google the murder and it actually existed. Oh, right. So <laughs> no ghost stories there. No one no one talks about ghost stories in Fort Mac. God. Yeah. I wonder if it's just like a faux pas. They're like, no, really? Too close to home. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, it actually happened. Don't. I don't know if we should be talking about it. It's, exactly. it's not fun. It's not interesting. Yeah, you got to wait at least 50 years because yeah. then it is like retrified yeah then, like then this, it has the victorian vibe about it where yeah it's, it's just whimsical now the axe f- marks are still in the wall like it's really yeah oh. i think you might want to cover and that then, up then i don't know you know, maybe that's me i'm like that's like not a cool story but it's like eye catching for sure story, there's yeah. real proof and no one talks about it wow it's yeah. fun you know i think there is that it's it's, it's sometimes it's not fun to put yourself on that shit right yeah if you're if Somebody asks you and you're like, yeah, yeah, matter of fact, I did see something there. And then you get to make up your own kind of thing, whether you realize you're doing it or not. I think that's way more fun than like, yeah, Timmy's mom died 20 years ago. It was like it was a full of family and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it okay. was a sad story. Holy yeah. crap. So this is like in Only the... Only happy ghosts for now. Just cast yeah, That's yeah. all I want in my life. Like where in... Like, not Grand Prairie. Where in Fort Mac is this? Like what... So the club... Have you been to the club there? No, I have no? not. They... The big parking lot in the back is obviously used to be some kind of building that got torn down. So that was a hotel. And then the bar, there's used, the staircase is still there. It goes into the club. So apparently he chased his family down, killed them down there oh with an axe. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. And this is the classic, again, yeah. the Amityville wow. Horror kind of bullshit. Yeah. Apparently the real story about Amityville Horror, because of course the original one is supposedly based on a real event, and there was like these supernaturalists, these like ghost hunters who supposedly, if I'm not mistaken, they wrote a book or an essay about it. But the actual story is it sounds like dad was fucking abusive. You yeah. know, he was just a prick. And the excuse was like, no, it wasn't dad. He was possessed by the ghosts in the house. That's why he had bruises. It was yeah, a ghost. Exactly. That's yeah. fucking wild, man. He was so cool. nice on Sunday. We saw so, him in church. He seemed like the nicest guy. I do want to say that, for the record, I do not believe in ghosts. But at the same time, if the lights are off in a basement, I am fucking running up those stairs. I don't know. It's just it's just broken into my brain. I think about that all the time. Like, when I'm randomly walking through my house in the pitch black, about how terrifying it would be to look up and see a shadow person. Yeah. And like, if yeah. there's anyone's going to have a fucking ghost, it's me. You know? Like, I collect <laughs> dead things specifically. So... Yeah, and then I like I'll quickly exit that train of thought and go upstairs. No, 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 no. I love no, no. that. It's like you're almost too creative for your own good because I do that same thing too. Where you're like, that could be a thing, but what if it was like a big thing? And like, you start almost visualizing specific things. Like, I have this idea in my head of like a really large figure coming through a door that it has to bend down. Then you know, like a ten foot fall. Oh God! Thing. Thanks and for putting that in my. <laughs> like, I don't know where this came from. Maybe it's like a reference because, like, again, Mike Flanagan in one of the haunting uh, shows, there's that giant, super oh, tall guy in the hat. That floats around. And, like, I don't know where it's come from, but now, like, if I... Remember the old place? Because my old place was a condo, big center area, um, and that, like, all connected, right? Because it's just a condo. And uh, I could see from the living room couch to the front door, and I can remember, like, playing video games late at night multiple times, just having these visions in my mind of, like, oh, shit, something coming. Like, for no reason, <laughs> but literally just, just scaring the shit out of myself. I guess maybe that probably is also why I cry at movies so easily. I'm just too emotional. I get, like, locked into it. I can make myself have these little fucking fits. It's mm. not fun. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mine was always a, a figure running. Mm. Like, you never have enough time, you yeah. know? Not something mm. ducking and, like, slowly yeah. coming at me. Like, you hear the door and you're like, what is that? You just, da, 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 da. You just get charged. Coming. Yeah. That fast yeah. zombie effect. No, thanks. Cool. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. What was the uh, the most recent thing you added to your collection of awesome things? Because like I remember, I came over to your place once when uh, you were getting rid of wigs. Yeah, and I would like I like to think that I'm uh, you know like kind of a connoisseur of like uh, eccentric spaces. And I remember walking in and, and being wigs. like, we have a box "Yes, this this is great." <laughs> <laughs> like you are not sh like you're not fucking around when it comes to yeah being a collector. What is like one of the coolest pieces you've added recently to your collection? Um, I got a bunch of African pieces off this one dude. Um, I got a Gemsbach and a Springsbach, if I'm saying that right. And then my brother also gifted me a, a set of bookends that have caribou feet. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I made them into shelves. Oh, that's so wild. Fun. Yeah. You got to explain to me what those first two things are, though, because I have no yeah. idea what you just said. It's <laughs> like a giant deer that's in Africa. Mm -hmm. One has curly horns. One has really straight horns. Oh, wow. And then the other one that's smaller, I can't exactly remember its name. I had three of them. Is this taxidermy? Taxidermy, or? yeah. Nice. All stuffed. And uh, yeah, the Gemsbach is, mm -hmm. I'm saying that right. It's just uh, from its chest to its horn, when I'm standing, I'm... Like reaching all the way oh, up, wow. I'm holding its horn, oh, so I it's huge. That. Yeah, I love that. Wow. Yeah, had to That's put it in the hearse. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the neighbors love that you just drive around slow, slave of people. <laughs> yeah, my neighbors are always like, "Oh, you like whenever you're unloading your carts, you're the groceries or some fucking weird thing that we always see in the freaking camera." Just like, what yeah. the hell is she carrying? Just like a giant dead animal. God. Yeah. I love it. We don't have enough space to get into taxidermy, frankly. We got too much oh. fucking stuff. 
Yeah, no, I tried to downsize a bunch of stuff when we moved in here, but uh, I, I'm very proud, weirdly proud of the fact that we moved into this place and I moved into my last apartment. Uh, the first thing in both of those spaces was Susan, my mannequin. So the just, one that's at the front? Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask about that. Is it wearing like a symbolic outfit or is it just... Oh, that hell was, no. She's just dressed too, to... Right? <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, that's Marilyn's. So I originally bought this thing because I was, you know, doing a bunch of like bedazzling and costume stuff. And I just needed a thing to put these things on. Yeah. So that's when I got it. Um, and the place that I lived in before my old apartment, I had uh, like two roommates, Jarell and Michaela. Awesome, awesome people. Um, and they're wonderful, wonderful people. They're not as eccentric in those particular um, ways. Scared the shit out of them. Yeah. Scared the crap out of them. Yeah, I can see that. So when right. I did move, it was the first thing that I moved out because I did wasn't yeah. doing any like immediate crafting, and I was like, I'll just I'll take Susan with me. Don't worry about it. And like also not super important. It's so really easy to move. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was just like me, and then like my car full of some other stuff, and then just like limbs up in the windows. <laughs> and I strapped her torso into the passenger seat because it felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. He just like it just seemed important. I mean, like she's already there. It's the most convenient place for a, a torso. I was like, I better just buckle you in. It just seems like the nice thing. It's, you know, polite. I've done that with specimens before. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know what's up. Yeah. All right. And so, yeah, that was the first thing I hauled into my last place. And then this place, again, the first thing, because it was just, you know, convenient and easy to unload. Mm -hmm. uh, my goal was to actually bring it all the way up here to the loft. But it was, uh, you know, late at night and kind of cold. And yeah. I was moving some other things, too. And I just didn't want to pull it all the way through the house. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just leave it in the living room for now. The first thing in the house. Um, I took a photo. You may, maybe you saw it on Facebook. I don't know. It was like uh, the red window and Susan just standing in the window. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, look, uh, Susan approves of the house, friendos. Uh, you know, send it to Josh and our That's roommate great. Marilyn. And they thought it was hilarious. Ended up becoming uh, Josh's album cover. Yeah, I used it for a mixtape cover. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just so fucking weird. It's, it's pretty so weird. great. Um, but yeah, then Susan was in the living room. Uh, everything else slowly got moved in. And uh, then she just kind of got adopted by the living room. Mm -hmm. Really, the kicker was when Marilyn was like <laughs> Marilyn, I'm gonna dress this up. Marilyn moved in before us is kind of how it worked out. So I was living with Marilyn beforehand at the condo. Uh, Lindsay was at their own apartment, and uh, we all got the place at the same time. But for a couple of different reasons, I basically just stayed at Lindsay's place to help with the packing and moving from there. And we took us a couple of weeks to get there. So Marilyn, I guess, left to their own devices with this fucking mannequin. Just was like, I have those old costumes. Maybe this one would look better in a dress. You know, yeah. she's wearing this beautiful blue, like little modesty, so it doesn't shock the people exactly. when you walk in. Yeah. But got that shoulder. Is that mannequin though? naked? Ooh. Dear God. Exactly. Yeah. My word. Hey. <laughs> well, I never. So yeah, she just kind of got adopted by the living room, and uh, I think that's going to just become a long running oh, yeah. thing. We're probably just going to casually up with a little hat. Also, maybe like something. Oh. the creepiest, yeah. the least creepy place you've put it because you have a habit of putting it in the middle of a fucking room because then you use it to like again to costume on and uh i'll basically piss my pants going to use the bathroom so i'm glad it's in the corner i don't oh see God. it as much susan only actually scared me uh like once in my old apartment because you're right i wouldn't you know sometimes you costuming and just put her in the middle of the room and because it was like a one bed plus den apartment like there wasn't really any space when she was in the middle of the room where you wouldn't end up seeing her yeah. in a weird way just there. you know but either in your peripherals or like you would see her in a mirror or like you come around the corner right there like just kind of creepy, but it never really phased me 
So there was one night when I was up until like, I don't know, five or six in the morning crafting and just going a little loopy, you know, like you've been awake a little too long and you're really in the zone. You haven't talked to a person in like 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, and so I was singing. I don't even know what it was. It was like a Disney song where it's like, a, you know, two parts, uh, you know, whatever. And I was singing sang both, back. I was singing both the parts. <laughs> and then because I thought it was funny, I like, you know, indicated to her that the next line was hers. And for half a second, I was like, oh, God, she's going to respond. <laughs> No, no, thank you. Nope, 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 nope. But I was like, we need to go to bed immediately. So yeah, I washed up and was getting ready for bed. I was brushing my teeth. And then like she was, you know, I could see her out of the bathroom, like mirror. It was like, she was just just there like in the corner, just staring at me. I was like, oh God, we need to go to bed right now. Yeah, because in your old place too, you had giant Florida wall mirrors installed on one wall. So it was even creepier because any angle you came from, it just felt like this fucking thing was coming at you. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm just glad it's not there. Uh, I don't have the strongest bladder and, uh, you know, it hasn't been a problem lately, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, good. I have a very tiny bladder too. So, you know, it's good that it's not. Uh... Who do you think uh, in this relationship is going to start wearing diapers first? Like really? I think oh, it's... It's, oh, it is you. Me? Yeah. Oh, how dare you? But like, you're probably right. Yeah. And like the muscle control, part <laughs> right? of, like, what she does, she's got to have practiced. like, yeah. 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 You know how to control muscles that we don't even know exist, so. It's true. Thank you. I imagine the butthole might be one of them. Or it might be, like, involved. <laughs> I know when I'm doing so some contortion things, I'm like, hey, that was my ass, you know? A lot of squeezing. There's a lot of squeezing involved. Oh, yeah. No, the the butt strength is very important for anything, Betty. Yeah. Booty, booty, butt. I'd like to, uh, to tell I my would students. like to say hi to my mother and uh, Lindsay's sister as well. Hey. Who are definitely listening. Hi, guys. Absolutely. How are things? How are you doing? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> buttholes. <laughs> so strong. You have no idea. But a butthole. <laughs> there you go. Um, I do like to tell my students, though, uh, that, you know, contortion, we build shelves. Mm. It's like one of the taglines of my uh, my classes. Because really, like, you, your, your butt just becomes a shelf over time because you need to be able to en- engage your glutes in order to get into your hip flexors and not mess up your low back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? True. Booty, booty, butt. It's important. I think that's a pretty good note right there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start wrapping it up. Booty, booty, butt. I don't think anything gets better. Booty, booty, bus. So we'll we'll post some stuff on the episode, but is there anything like where people want to find you and your work? Where would they go? Well, if I don't get removed from Instagram in the time that I get home, it's <laughs> Corella.Crackit on Instagram. Um, I do all the OnlyFans bullshit like that, but honestly, I don't keep it updated, so please don't buy it and please don't yell at me for it because <laughs> I've gotten that a lot lately where I'm like, you don't update it. I'm like, I know. Stop giving me money then. I'm sorry. Um, what else? Yeah. Just or do buy it and just shut up. Yeah. Just buy it and give me lots of money. Whatever maybe maybe I'll send you something. Forget you know? about it like every other subscription service you've ever signed exactly. up. Exactly. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, no. I just have Instagram. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Anything people should know about you getting up to soon? Anything that we can look for you in? I'm doing the EDIs in Vegas. I'm only doing it as one of the newcomers because it's my first time in the States. Mm. The what are you, who, what's? The EDIs, the Exotic Dance Invitationals. Ooh. Yeah. Invitationals. They sent you an invitation. Yeah. Invite. And then you like, it's like a convention, like taboo, Mm. but it's just all strippers. Yeah. 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 It's the best. Good luck. Yeah. awesome. I've actually never done it, so I can't say it's the best, but I've seen pictures and like, that's got to be rad to be able to like, oh, she's got those kind of boobs and she's got face tattoos and she's got pink hair and stuff, you know, like what you're looking for. <laughs> it's got to be hard to like uh, to network in an environment like that. I just don't know where you put the, the cards. 
in your butt. Hey, yeah. and it all comes back again. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. This is a great conversation. I look forward to us gushing about weird horror movie stuff. And, and butt horror. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.